the it's the frost on the internet, you know? I'm slow this morning. The the, the internet's slow because of the, the frost and the power line, see? Oh, I buy that. I buy that every single time. Yeah. <clears throat> when like, it rains outside, you're like, it's got to be the rain that's causing my internet to slow. Not the like, people on Netflix. Why, yeah, why not? Why, why yeah, why is not? that a bad uh, suggestion? I don't get it. It's totally believable. And that's my favorite part about it. Like, do you know how the internet works? I bet not. No, I can't say I definitively do, but I know there's a lot of beeps and bloops and ones Cam and zeros. Cam, your your extent of internet knowledge is that when you type in redtube.com... Sponsor the pod. Spot, <laughs> huge sponsor of Two Seasons Pod. Yeah. Uh, some, uh, web, yeah, thing, videos start to come up. That is as much as you know yeah. about... Um, I just know, yeah. The, the internet, it makes me excited because it has one... It has my main page. Yep. Sponsor the pod. Big um, old homepage. Big, you changed big, your homepage, yeah. by the way. Yeah, it used to be Bing, but I found my search results <laughs> just weren't as fast. Yeah, I mean, because I, you know, what if I... It was always a two-step process. It was a two-step process, exactly. And then it it's something about safe search reminder. Um, it just got to be messy. Yeah, yeah. But we got that all cleared up now. So Thank God, thank God. Yeah. We command yeah. used command D bookmark oh, that shit what's command d is that bookmark i think when you're when you're in google it's bookmark yeah oh look at you you must be full of bookmarks if you know the shortcut to bookmarks i'm full of, i'm full of shortcuts okay i feel like, like you're not a shortcut guy i like shortcuts if i know them i mean like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like give me two that i are like useful. i like bands if i know i them. like i like the um shifting between tabs that's a good one okay um, obviously the control V, blah, 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 control X. Um, I got one that's pretty useful for work. It's a, it's an app or it's an extension where you just, if you have like common <laughs> things that you always write, no, you just type in like dash and then you put a code in. So if it's like, I don't know, um, dash F U, it'll say you can, it'll just write out the whole thing. Like, fuck you, Cam. I'm tired of your bullshit. I don't want to start this <laughs> podcast at 8 a.m. Things like that. The things I repeatedly say to you. So I just have codes to write those out quickly. Right, right, right. It's a lot, and, and surprisingly, a lot of your uh, kind of shortcut commands there involve saying fuck you to people. Yeah, there's fuck you, Cam, fuck you, Connor, yeah. fuck you, Shannon, yeah. fuck you, Dad. Thought about enough of you. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. It's, it's mostly just confrontation. Yeah. It's uh, mo most replies. I mean, you can get away with it. Most think, think about the last. Think about the last. What's the last person that texted you? You could probably respond that way. Let's see. We got a. Um, okay, come when you're done. F fuck off. Perfect. Fuck off. Yeah. There we go. It's snowing now. Fuck you. <laughs> what else we got? Are you here? Fuck off. Right. It's pretty easy. Just you know. You hi, know, you know hi, you. Cam. Looking forward to family day dinner with the whole family. <laughs> yeah, fuck go off. fuck yourself. <laughs> God. Yeah, and that's why you have shortcuts. Make these things a little bit easier. Okay. Yeah, you ready to kick this shit off? Okay. Yeah, let's give it a big kick. Let's kick it. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your... Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's you don't have to clap. We're synced up, Cam. You do. <laughs> we're we're five minutes into this thing. We're five minutes into uh, two seasons pod here. Um, I thought clapping was for the audience to know that we're excited too. Oh, okay. Like a like an applause sign at a yeah. live taping of something. Uh, this podcast. My name is Cameron Osborne. His name's Cam Leclaire. And you're yes. This is episode one hundred and forty-two. Brought to you by Orchard Park Chevrolet. Uh, best deals out there. We got a lot of positive uh, positive reviews from that one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Um, deals, 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 like we always say. Yeah, we've said it before. We'll say it again because uh, we're a conglomerate at this point. You know, we're Big a we're a Rupert Murdoch style fox. Uh, we own everything. Yeah, we own everything. 
we actually funneled the money into the Toronto Police podcast so they could afford their little little uh, if they even call that a show. Yeah, so they actually had approached us with a um, the Toronto Police actually approached us with a very modest budget. They'd say, "Hey, um, two thousand dollars is what we'll need for microphones, uh, licensing, and renting a space to record it in." And we said, "That's a great start." We gave them our counter budget of three hundred thirty-seven thousand dollars. Um, and we said, okay, this is actually what playing it safe means. Yeah, yeah. Now, really wanna... to be fair to the taxpayer, this is $337 spread out over four years. So it is yeah. only like, you know, 50, 50, 50,000 a year. A little more than that, but... Um, you know, yeah, a, a hair more than that, or whatever. Hair more than that, but who's counting? You know, I, I don't mean, pick certainly up, I don't not pick up the government. Yeah, certainly the not the government. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah and also let us know two seasonspot at gmail Do you want to produce a podcast for less than three hundred thirty-seven thousand dollars? <laughs> there yeah. is a you'd lot be, of you'd be surprised there, because it's almost impossible. It's almost impossible, but uh, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We can help you with your podcast tips. And tricks. Yeah. Um, I personally like the Shore microphone. That comes in at a nice 270K. So you get two of those and you're just about breaking budget. Um, oh, like the, like the microphone that you're currently using. Yes, yes. I like a gold-plated person. I find that it's crispy. Crispy that way. Crispy. Right, that? right. You can't get that sound <laughs> elsewhere. Crispy. <laughs> it's true. You can't get that. Uh, you can't get that. Uh, that sweet podcast sound. Who sounds better? Let us know. Two pod at gmail dot com. We all know who sounds better. Who sounds better? It's, uh, from the microphones or just like generally, and like you know their their voice because it's probably you for both of those. But I was gonna say I think you might have a better voice, but I my I have more range. I think yes. uh, I convey more. Emo- I convey more emotion, uh, just in my vernacular. And Ooh. I think uh, people respond to that. See, even right there, even while trying to explain, uh, my voice goes up, it goes back down. Um, yeah. You know, it's important. Yeah, no, mine pretty, uh, stays pretty level, pretty level. Yes, which which people, I think is reflective. Like of, like which that. I think is reflective of both of our personalities, Cam. You are the you are level headed. You are even <laughs> I keeled. I was not this morning. Not this morning. <laughs> yeah, good. Oh, you, you've you've had a morning already. I've had a morning. I'm Last night out drinking. Okay. Good and hard. Out at the bars. Come home. It's freezing rain. Bars, plural. Yeah, d- doubled up. So, so went out with the coworkers last night. Chainsaw. Started off with Chainsaw. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, moved over to the Hoother. Moved over to the Hoother, as you do. Over to Phil's. And then off to uh, back to Dallas. <laughs> back to Dallas. So you started yeah. at Dallas. Yeah. Uh, then well, eventually you just gotta go that way back. uptown. You just think about the location, right? Location, location. Yeah, location, location, location. That reminds me. Um, Shouts out to Orchard Park Chevrolet. Some of the best locations you can get to find a great deal on new and used cars. Um, moving ahead here, Cam. Do we have some notes from last week? Notes. We got some notes. We got some notes. 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 We got some notes. Yeah. Let's get ourselves into a few notes here. Um, we were talking about uh, Cam. You posited the question last week. Um, what would you do for five years to get paid yeah. mm-hmm. for something like that? And my but you had to work for that location. You yeah, yeah. You had to do that job, but you got it for free. For free. Yes. <laughs> um. So I suggested I want to be a spinal surgeon, so I get paid millions of dollars, but don't actually have to perform them every so often. Or sorry, like um. I like I don't have to get them performed on me every so often, uh, but I get paid like them. And there's a little bit of truth to that. So every year, single year, there is an estimated 313 million spinal surgeries. Oh, I thought it was that deal being had. 330 million people saying I will become a spinal <laughs> surgeon. <laughs> well, yeah. So our our free. reach is huge. By the right. way, we have that ability to pull that many people. Um, um, but in the but so but in the United States, where the information was able to get found, um, there is an estimated three hundred thousand uh, lumbar spinal surgeries each year. These include everything from herniated discs, spinal fusion, scoliosis, um, like the anything to do with the spine. Only three hundred thousand a year yeah, in the what United we got, States. Like three hundred million down there uh, of a population. Yeah, yeah, bigger than that? They're, they're a little bit bigger than that. I think they're somewhere 330, 340, 
So oh, okay. I guess it's pretty close. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. So, so I we're get, looking at like about one percent of people every year getting their spine done. Actually, getting spinal surgery. Yeah. Um, so. Dude, do you come out of that surgery and people are like, oh my god, your spine looks great. Oh my god, your scully. Oh my god, you, did you get that done? You looked like shit before and you look great now. Oh my god. You're like elongated. <laughs> oh my god. Who, who did that? I want that. Is that is that an is that, that an Osborne? Looks good? <laughs> did you get Osborne? Uh, it used to be an S. Now it's a straight I. <laughs> um, next up on the um, notes list, we were talking about the Aaron baseball team. Hmm. We did say we would review the notes on this one. So here's how the conversation went, Cam. You started talking about the Kitchener baseball team. Panthers. The go rar. Go uh, Panthers. Panthers. Um, and then you moved over uh, to talking, you know, your dad had uh, let you let you in on a little bit of info regarding the Aaron Blitz baseball team. It was your a da- hockey your- team, actually. Well, let me finish. Okay. Okay. Your dad even thought you could try out for the team. He said there's only eight teams in the league. And then you said, and I quote, my dad said he personally believes they would beat an OHL team. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah. uh, then you went into the rules of overtime, how they kind of like knocked down for overtime, um, clearly indicating it was hockey. However, you made no direct segue between we're talking about baseball, now we're talking about hockey. So you started talking about a baseball team and then started about talking about a hockey team, but didn't say it was a hockey team until you said the OHL and then overtime. Uh, so some some would look at that as I didn't make that connection, or some would say I was talking about minor sports. I mean, so you were talking about minor league sports regardless, but there was a little bit of a hey, what the fuck are we talking about here? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that's fair. So, so there's that, and hey, that's why the notes are here, right? That's why yeah. this system is in place. Um, we were also talking about wills. Um, you know, when you die, you you sign a will. Like will and Arnett? Oh, we were okay. talking. Yeah, we it's a Will Arnett. We got Will Forte. Yes. We yes. got uh, Will Farrell. We got uh, um, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton, uh, and we were talking about how how wills are set. Like, what do you have to do in a will? Um, for example, if I included in my will that Cam, you need to name your firstborn son RoboCop. Like, do you have to do that because it's in mm. my will? Um, as much as I would love little RoboCop Leclerc. Uh, unfortunately, he'd be pretty big. He'd be pretty big. <laughs> he'd be pretty big. Uh, unfortunately, you don't have to do that. Wills are like they can't go further than request to all your personal self and your personal assets. Um, so you could request something like, "I want all of my remainder money to be given to a charity or to be given to a person," but you couldn't then tell that person how to spend that money. Does mm-hmm. that make sense at all? Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Well. There's no, there's no way I can dictate that. Like, there's no, I can't say for sure. I need you to do this with the money. It's just I can give the, I can move the money, but I can't dictate it at all. There's nothing. About well, that. you could say like, <clears throat> okay, here's my money, and now donate it to this cause, or okay, so, do but that's this just movement with of it. money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. But you couldn't say like, yeah, yeah. You couldn't. What, yeah. what? If you were like, all, all the money is now being given to this person. That person, right. unless, unless specified, that person can do whatever the hell they want with it. Right. Now, I Buy tried to search, like, stock. if I was, like, I want to be cremated and made into a tea and drank by all my friends, yeah. I couldn't find exactly if that one would be allowed um, because, like, you're forcing somebody else to do something. Um, so I'm going to say that's a hard maybe. Yeah, I wonder what your search results look like after <laughs> that. What's Google think of you now after you're looking up, like, can I burn myself alive no. and put myself in a Oh, cup? I'm on Cognito for everything. I don't even have, yeah. I don't even have, no, I'm not allowed on normal Chrome. You know, Cognito doesn't actually hide your browser history from Google. Yes, it does. <laughs> it, it, it funnels my browser history through DuckDuckGo yeah. straight to Internet Explorer, scrambling the IPs. <laughs> yeah, see, I go... Incognito, yep. and then I open up DuckDuck, and then I go to Brave Browser, and then I put the VPN in. And okay, then, here's what you here's what you do, dark Cam. Web. Yeah, you go up, you go to your parents' computer. Okay, yeah. you download TeamViewer. Ooh, you download TeamViewer on your own computer. Now, every time you want to do something creepy, access it through their system and not yours, so it can never come back to you. Imagine that. You just, oh. 
Team Viewer is ner- <coughs> like, t- terrifying to me. I used to use, I used to use Team Viewer a lot at Casa Loma. I used to stand on my balcony and change the exterior lights at Casa Loma from my balcony. It was a lot of fun. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. <coughs> um, well, yeah, when you're drunk and just want to do something crazy. Uh, and finally, we were discussing uh, what is the oldest porn, the oldest pornographic film. Uh, I don't remember any of this conversation. I guess it's two weeks out, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, but good thing the nerds... Uh, the, uh, the the nerd team they're they're writing down all this information they're keeping track of all these sorts of things um, so where's yeah the oldest pornog- pornographic film although you know um, when it comes to early events in history although some things can be disputed one of the earliest pornographic films that it has survived meaning there's still a copy today um, is a film titled Bootylicious Nine <laughs> Nine. Um, it is a uh, a pornographic film called El Sotario, which is a 1907 production from Argentina. There's I no name. There's no names of who the director is. There's no names of who who the performers are. Um, yeah. But is it? It is an eight minute story about a group of young women frolicking in the countryside before a Greek satyr, which is a cla- a Greek myth. Um, it's like a man with a with like a horse face, tail, big old dick. Uh, appears to force one of them to perform oral and receive oral sex uh, before eventually having sex with her. That is until the rest of the girls come and fight it off. It's completely silent. You can watch it on Wikipedia. It is on the Wikipedia page for this particular film. Um, And you can check it out. Although erotic films did exist uh, literally as soon as they started filming stuff, they were filming erotic films. Uh, This is believed to be the first one where there is close-up shots of genitalia. Versus, you know, far away strip tease um, kind of thing. So, um, yeah. does it have in the film like it goes to a screen where it has someone holding up a piece of paper, being like, "Oh no, is that the senator over there?" <laughs> and oh, <it> goes back. <laughs> no, 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 I, no. There's, there's no, nothing, no audio. But yeah, go to Wikipedia and oh. search El Soterio. Okay. It's nice. there. I watched all eight minutes. Well, thirty, more like yeah. twenty-five seconds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it took me four or five watches. It was it. for history class, honey. I'm doing it for research. I could see them showing that in like a university, like this is the first ever, and then everyone's just all horned up after that. Yeah, and then guess what? They give each other HPV. This yeah. is what happens. Yeah, this is what happens in... <laughs> where was this again? Uh, Argentina. Argentina, yeah. Big problem in Argentina in the 1907s. Yeah, 1907s. <laughs> yeah, crazy days back then. Those are all the notes that we have, though, of Cam. Yeah. Yeah, good, good. Interesting. Okay. Very, very interesting stuff, interesting stuff. And that's why we come here, to, le- to learn a little bit more. I mean, I like learning shit. Um, Cam, you are the type of person who likes to, you know, confer, you know, be confirmed, those sorts of things. Be confirmed, like from the Catholic Church. Yeah, that that too, Cam. You love dressing up in all white. Yeah, around a bunch of twelve-year-olds. Gucci suit. Yeah, Gucci fedora. Now they don't tell you. Shoes. Yeah, they don't tell you. It doesn't slick have to be the classic hair. white drape, slicked or pushed. Oh, it's slick, baby. Oh, Look at this stuff. You're a piece of shit today. Real piece of shit. Well, today. you're okay. I wish everyone could see Cam right now. Dude, Big sheen, piece of shit. Sheen coming off this hair today. <clears throat> wow, yeah. I can see. It's like reflecting. Cam, there's a... Yeah. The, the, the reflection off of your hair is burning a little hole <clears throat> in the couch behind you. Yeah, I, I look at that as a success hole. Eh, it means I'm... Let's rephrase that one. <laughs> I, I look at that as. Okay. I look at that. I, you I look, look at that. it. Yeah, let's just I look stop. at it. You look I, at it. Okay, yeah. You look okay. at it. So cut, cut that in post. I, ready? Okay. Say it again. Say it again. Cut. Do the line. Uh, What was the line? What was the line? Yeah. I look at it. I look at it. I, lo- I look at it. Okay. Okay. Blown ahead. Cut, the, cut that out in post. Okay. Make me look a little. Poor. Our editing machine is broken, Kim. We've, no, we've known this <laughs> for 142 episodes. Yeah, just cut that part. We out record so we straight to tape, as a lot of people know. <laughs> Real to real tape. <laughs> I got someone real good the other day. I was in a car with um, Jamie Hamilton's dad, and he was <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, like um, I started to listening to books on tape." And I went, "You know, Doug, they have those on your phone now." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "You fuck you." He's like, "Shut the fuck up." Because like, up until then, Mr. Hamilton was just walking around with like a big Walkman. 
Yeah, big <laughs> Walkman. Always skipping every time we went over a little bump. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have the. He, he didn't want to spring for that uh, skip protection, that fifteen second yeah. anti skip. Oh, is that how it works? Is just how does it do that though? I mean, who cares? It's how how does it anti skip or how does yeah. the technology like which? Okay, so it's like a. It, it, it what it's doing it has an internal memory which is reading the next 15 seconds nice so if you or 10 whatever the amount of time is so if you go over a bump that 15 seconds in within the walkman has already played but it hasn't actually come out because there is like a quick little memory that it is saving it's all digital information yeah I don't know, man. It sounds a little bit funky. Uh, this is literally how it works. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> sounds like some pretty scary tech you're talking about. Uh, yeah, that's true. The this, robots this, this are... Gover this government stuff? This government stuff. Yeah. Let me tell you. What do you think about all these uh, UFOs coming down? It's great. Um, <laughs> it's I, uh, good. I like it. I like it. It's um I I I you can't do something for decades and then be surprised when it happens. Yeah. Like what's the we we're talking about the first pornographic film. I imagine the first alien film was like 6 years later. Like it, we've been preparing ourselves for UFOs and then when one actually happens, what we freak the fuck out? Yeah. Come on. I, I think we're ready for part, it. We've seen contact. We all know our first words when we make contact with them is Crazy weather we've been having lately, eh? They're going, eh? It's unseasonably warm for February, Unse and they'll say like, Mrah, quite the storm, Mrah. quite the storm we've had, eh? Yeah, just have a good midwestern. Like, oh, I tell you, I went and snowboarded my my brother, my buddies, and my neighbors. Because what do they expect? So, so Musk yeah. wants to take us to Mars, famously where the Martians are, almost like it's their namesake. You don't think we're gonna pop up in that fucking atmosphere and they're gonna shoot us the fuck down? No. No. Isn't that literally how it's supposed to happen? Like, we, we can't do the thing that Have we're scared Halo? of the others doing. That's a good point, yeah. We're hypocrites. Well, yeah, we're hypocrites. We shouldn't be shooting down um, things over the... Did they, has any reports come out about that, or is it still kind of black-boxed? Uh, have, I haven't heard anything. Uh, they were talking on the radio this morning, just more like no one, nobody's quite saying anything yet. About whatever right. the hell it is. Imagine if it was just like a like a like a plastic bag, ruffling in the wind. Yeah, but like, up, like but like we all can't the way up tell there. People, we invested so much money. Like, oh my god, we spent seven million dollars <laughs> on fighter jets just to shoot down a, a large bag. Costco bag yeah. with with Kirkland Trail mix in it. Oh and no, it was. And see, so I I did hear on the I did hear on the radio this morning they gave up the search on the Lake Huron. Um, thing that fell uh, because they thought like you know the the chances of recovering anything uh, was going to be insanely low. But what they didn't tell us was that Lake Huron is mostly just trail mix now. Yeah, it's mostly Kirkland brand trail mix. Um, it's kind of changing the the local ecosystem. Yeah. A lot of fish the are getting are fish are finally getting the proteins and fats that they need. These yeah. fish are making gains down there. That's what I like to hear because yeah. I want to catch another big one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I won ice fish and I won the biggest fish and I won seventy dollars for that. So I'm feeling pretty good. Wow, all that money's gone. But yeah, I was about to say, I was about to say, you made up twenty dollars from a failed poker game. <laughs> so yes, but then I played poker with my friends and then I won the next game. So I learned my lessons. Yeah, Cam. See, that's lessons. what happens when when you have multiple groups of friends. You're the dumbest yeah. in one and you're the smartest in the other. See, that's just kind yeah. of how it works. Damn it. <laughs> and I'm saying that from me, camera, me, classically stupid, and beat you at poker. Yeah. I'm well, famously it dumb. It was my first time, and you came second. Yeah, you came fourth, though. I came third. Fourth? You were out first. No, no Park was out first. Are you sure? No, 100%. Okay. Pretty sure. I'm seeing him later today. Maybe I'll ask and get a little confirmation. Yeah, you do that. Okay, but don't 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 lead the witness. <laughs> Just say I'm trying to trying to remember here. You, I'm uh, trying to remember. Yeah, I'm gonna pull something pull, pull, pull something out of the hat here. I'm gonna um, pull something out of my hat here, Cam. For you, I've got a game to play. How does that sound? Oh, that's a good segue. <laughs> Let's play a little March Madness. Do it. Today's March Madness is a another classic, a negative one. 
Ooh. Right? So you're going to have to choose which is the worst, I guess, where we're looking over the worst thing to make your entire personality all about. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, we we are, all know these people. We, we all know these people. We've said it before on the podcast. We're in the age of everybody talking. Nobody needs to talk. There's like six people who should be saying words ever, um, let alone recording them and broadcasting them to many, many people. Uh, so here are the worst things to make your personality about, Cam, in the classic March Madness style. Here we go. Uh, so first off, our first matchup. Do you want to? Is it uh, th those who base their entire personality on the grind set mindset? Oh, rising grind baby, the guy. We who know posts these people. Yeah, they post at four a.m. They they uh, they brag about all the vending machines they own. Yet yeah. nobody ever starts off saying how they initially accumulated that twenty four thousand dollars they needed for all of the and the cost of the the price of the Costco membership driving to and from a lot of a lot of things are always left out of these grind set mindsets or um, somebody who makes their entire personality about some kind of self-diagnosed mental illness we also uh, we also example. know these people I also know these people who may uh, refrain from doing something, um, advocating for something, all because of a perceived thing about them that has no clinical background, not a single doctor has ever said anything, yet they believe they are so. Somebody, Can you give me an example? The type of person who says, I'm having a panic attack. But they've never been to a doctor. They've never gotten their blood pressure checked. Like there's no there's no factual medical information which would gotcha. describe they are having short of they're just white and looking for attention. Right. They're like, the reason I can't do this is because I have ADHD and you need to conform around my standards. And it's like, show me show me the fucking paperwork then. Yeah. Yeah. Show me the documents. Show me the what classified the documents. Uh the grind set mindset. The Ooh, okay. Alex Hormozy iced coffee hour. Okay, so I'm looking at these. Not someone you want to hang around with, but I think this is yeah. Is this is tolerable. the worst. We are trying to find yeah. the worst one. So I think one's tolerable, as in like the self-diagnosed. Like, mo like, there's gonna be two or three things where you're like, oh, for fuck's sakes. But then the rise grind mindset. That's all he's focused on. They're focused on. Could be a lady, um, and eh. it, it's just gonna ruin your life. It is absolutely going to ruin your life hanging around with that person. You're going to wake up at 7.03. It's like, oh, you've up at 703. That's cute. But up since 7. What have you done with that three minutes? <laughs> Take back your life. Take back your three minutes. <laughs> I was, I, I, I had arrived at completion before you even woke up. I had already came. <laughs> Twice. Twice. Have you seen that set eight minute <laughs> video? <laughs> El Sotario out of Argentina? Of course uh, I have. I love El Sotario. Okay, next All up, right. Cam. Um, our second round uh, bracket. What's worse to make your entire personality about? Holistic health. The people who um, we 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 all know these people. I'm sure they will rave about the crystals on their dresser, their lemon and ginger in water every morning. That they that is improving their gut health and is making their life infinitely better than yours. Who knew? Just a lemon yeah. and ginger made their life better. Don't um, forget about apple cider vinegar. That's a big portion of the diet. Apple cider. <laughs> they mostly just consume apple cider vinegar and lemon ginger water. Um, or somebody who makes their entire personality about the military. They've never served. <laughs> they. <laughs> I don't think I know that guy, but I'd like to get to know him a little bit better. So I'm not. So he's not claiming fake valor. Like he's not claiming right. he was in the military wearing a hat, wearing a shirt. But sometimes you think if you he might. But be. he's like on the edge of being like you shouldn't you 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 shouldn't get first row seats here, sir. I'd prefer if it like you're like oh so you must have served. You're like not a day in my life, but goddamn I respect those men. He's just talking. He's like, well, corporals technically, uh, if you're looking at it across branches, should be higher than private uh, sergeants. But the thing is, because of the boot ranking and how long they've served within basic training, I personally think that uh, the sergeant does owe favors to the sergeant private. Exactly. You know, you, you know a lot about this. You go, oh, I watch a lot of History Channel. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, one guy's just topic is all that. The other person who's just 
painlessly putting a clarity stick in their water and be like, this makes the water better. And you're like, why? They're like, it's, I can't get into it. It's a little too We all know intensely. these people. They only drink natural spring water through glass jars. Um, they do their own preserves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we know I'm, these I'm people. Gonna, I'm going to say that person because at least with the uh, military first guy, he's going to know a lot about SEAL Team 6, and I need to get in there and learn. <laughs> Sir, you were born and raised in the Hamptons. <laughs> Okay, that's great. All right, we're coming up to our next round matchup. What is the worst thing to make your entire personality about? Somebody who makes their entire personality about cancel culture. We were talking Ooh. about this last week. Somebody who can't go uh, can't go a conversation without talking about the, uh, the uh, using the word woke uh, for woke. or against. By the way, yeah. um, there are people who are people who uh, people who uh, want to who claim to you know they. They're a fighter alongside or somebody who claims it's too much and uses all the terms way too often, even though everybody else is like, oh, no liberal uses the word woke. Yeah. <laughs> you guys kind of made that word up uh, <laughs> to refer to us or just somebody who plain out has no filter. Oh, sorry. I, I don't have a filter. I'll say what I want about the government. Yeah, I'll say it right here. Austin Matthews fucking trash. Oh, I have no filter. I, I'm, I'm just going to say it. I literally I can't have a filter. I literally cannot. The doctor said I can't. Doctors, <laughs> what a fucking load of crock that is. Have you looked into the degrees? Like, actually looked into it? Guys, I looked into doctor's degrees, okay? They're just paper. They're just pieces <laughs> of paper. What's the other one? <laughs> so it was, uh, it was making your whole personality about cancel culture or just having no filter. Oh, I thought those were the same one. No, no, no. Two, no, those are the two separate ones. Very similar, though. Very similar. similar. Yep. Yeah. Mm, I would think. Yeah. Ooh, that one's a tricky. I don't know who I'd. God, they're both. I, I can almost not stay, stand both of them. I mean, I wouldn't want to be in a room with any of these people. Yeah. I would say if I have to, it would be cancel culture person they're just obsessed with like did you hear what aoc said you're like no just no versus uh, <coughs> other guys eh, it's fine it's you know mm -hmm. you have no filter but you can you typically can move on typically you can move on to something else where he can't have a hot take yeah yeah either side either side of either of those debates those people are terrible <laughs> In our final matchup of the first round, <clears throat> what's the worst thing to make your entire personality about politics? You can't. Yeah, I feel like that's similar <clears throat> to like the last person. I put those well, two hands. Cam, hand. I'm trying here. I know you're <clears throat> trying. Oh, and I'm getting. Can I guess the last one? Okay. Facial hair guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> facial hair guy. <laughs> facial hair guy. The guy is like, <clears throat> like if you don't if you don't have a beard, are you even a real man? Shit like that. Okay, man guy. <laughs> man guy, yeah. Manliness guy. Manliness guy. Uh, no, I was going to say, so what's worse? Make your entire thing about politics or making your entire personality around just being a contrarian. Oh, so, so like you. <laughs> just kind of like me. We all know I base my entire personality around one thing. Yeah, anytime we're like, I think I'm starting to like Blink-182. You're like, honestly, the worst band I've ever Honestly, heard. they suck. Yeah, honestly, probably the top five worst albums ever. Uh, yeah, and we all know and this. Like, I thought you loved them. You're I've like, said this I did. I've said this before. Beatles who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, any, any like, you, you guarantee you see the Super Bowl um, halftime performer, like, overrated. Yeah, like, worst is, Super Bowl halftime show yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. Then it's just an actually bad one. They're like, honestly, I think it was pretty artistic. Oh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Was pretty good. I gotta say, it was pretty good. Boop, boop. Um, so first one is a politics guy who just can't stop talking about it. The other one is... <sighs> like, you'll be in the middle of talking yeah. about literally anything else, and they'll have to find a way to wedge in politics that aren't even pertinent to your country. Yeah. Yeah. It's like weather out there is crazy. Like, you think that's bad? Think about the West Bank. 
in Gaza. You hear about the Gaza Strip? You know about this? You hear about this? Somebody says like, <laughs> man, you know, you know, I love when I go to St. Louis Bar and Grill. I love to get the chicken strips, and they say, yeah, I'll tell you about a, I'll tell you about a strip. Yeah, <laughs> the Gaza. The Gaza heard strip. Of it? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say politics guys probably worse. They're, they're all insufferable, but politics guy just yeah, just makes you want to leave a room. <clears throat> okay, now we're coming up to our second <laughs> makes you want to leave a room. Uh, coming up to our next our matchup here, our first matchup here in the second round, we have the grind set mindset taking on holistic health. Now these are two these are two heavy hitters in the shitty person type of thing. You know, they can't stop asking you about how liquid your cash is. Um, they can't stop telling you about where their investments are. My cash is so liquid, I literally blend it in the morning and drink it. Yeah, or or the person who's blending and drinking their athletic greens and won't shut the fuck up about it. Dude, athletic greens is way too commonplace. They're far beyond that. Like, I figured out every ingredient and soul sourced it myself. <laughs> it, it's That's... literally just a bag of peppers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I literally don't eat anything if it's not within a five-mile radius of my house. And that's and a good four point. Four and a half is pushing it. <clears throat> the Shoppers Drug Mart is within that five-mile radius, and that's where you can buy your athletic greens. It, it, it does fall within. I'd say grind set mindset, guys. <clears throat> it's just it, you're never going to win. Like, you want to watch a movie? Movies are for fucking losers. <laughs> Right, there's nothing you could say to Wed. Be like, do you want to go work on your vending machine scam together? It's like, I, why would I work together when we can work separately? Like, my favorite grind set mindset maybe. is reading books is bullshit unless they're like self help books or self improvement yeah. books. It's like, oh, maybe I don't need improvement and help. Um, so our next matchup to round out here in the semifinals, we have uh, to make somebody who makes their entire personality about cancel culture. Are those who make their entire personality about politics? Oh, I found my other charger. I didn't know it was here. Oh, great news! Great news. Thought that was gone. That saved me some money today. Um, so politics guy or cancel culture guy? Just like one and the same. Like, um, I'm gonna say politics guy is worse because it's a wider scope. So mm. they're the same kind of person, but one is like could be anything. And cancel culture guys a little more refined, so just hard, hard to bring that into conversation other than politics guy who can just <coughs> squeeze it in anyway. Yeah, they're always gonna find a way to yeah. let you know. Like, the, did you see yeah. Obama's recommended listens for the year? You want you want to hear a segue that made me just go? I have to get into this conversation asap. I was on the street with my hound, and uh, a lady comes over. Insane lady. She goes, oh, what's your dog's name? I go, Darla. She goes, Darla. You know, that name was brought up in the parliament the other day. And I'm like, how? How did you make that leap? That's incredible. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah, I, it's not like I can think of another Darla first. Darla. Yeah, I couldn't have been. I can I think of been Darma. Like, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Daria. I, could, I know Daria. Yeah. Darma I mean, and Greg. I think I, think, I, think I could have said any name. I any name in the you world. You could have said, oh, like, oh this, my, this is my dog, Mike. Oh, they were talking a lot about Mike in Congress the other day. Oh, how did yeah. you know that? Oh, well, the microphone was turned off, so somebody kept saying, turn on the mic. <laughs> you hear what they were talking about? Uh, well, nobody could hear what they were telling, talking about because the mic wasn't on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's our... It's okay, so our final... Um, our final showdown here, really a showdown of Goliath, the grind set mindset versus the politics. Now, there is a lot of cross-section here, too, right? Because this is the same, this could be the same person talking about how terrible property taxes in California, yet not leaving the state. Um, uh, saying, I need to pay, I need to pay 62% on my taxes, uh, but I'm trying to also buy four Bugattis. Yeah. That's my starter car. Um, <laughs> that's my winner car. I'm, that's my winner. Yeah, slap some winners on that boy. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna say politics guy's got to be the worst. Mm. Just ingrained in every conversation. Just you're you're stepping on eggshells around them. At least grinds that mindset. He'll probably won't bug you. He if you're hanging around with him, it won't be for long. 
yeah, you're you're gonna move away from that. And I think uh, fortunately for us, a lot of people in the grind set mindset world, they don't want to associate themselves with people like us because we're not also grinding. Yeah. But that being said, like if I work a nine to five, is that grinding? Uh, is it your own business? <laughs> no. Well then, no. If you're working <coughs> a nine to five twice a day, maybe. <laughs> you're, you're talking about a nine to five and a five to nine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What's your five? What's your five to nine, Cam? Yeah. If you have a five to nine, then wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, they're terrible people. Um, so congratulations uh, to politics for I think kind of upsetting that victory there. I really thought Grindset was going to take it all the way, um, but you know that's how you play March Madness. There's going to be surprises. There's going to be Cinderella stories. And speaking of stories, let's jump into our next game immediately. That's right, it's time for the Haste Team. Team. Haste Team. Haste Team. Haste Team. We've got five minutes for this. We've got five minutes to recap this. And then if we can't, we'll have to stop. Because we only have five minutes. Where'd the horns go? Oh, there are five minutes for this. It stops right there. It's a bad ending. Well, we recap in a quick five minutes what happened in last week's episode from 1982 of The A-Team. Cam, I got us kicked off this week. Uh, do you remember the episode title? It's kind of a funky one. <laughs> We're talking about this here week. Episode 6, Black Day at Bad Rock. Black Day at Bad Rock? Or Bad Day? Yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, Black Day right, at Bad Rock. Black Day at Bad Rock. Okay, let's get this teed up. And are you ready, Cam? Ready. And three, two, one. This episode opens with B.A. in the back of a van racing while he's bleeding out as Face has clearly made a critical mistake and left him wounded via a 50 cal bullet which has entered through his leg. They're rushing to find a doctor and they bring him to a someone that they found out named Dr. Sullivan's house who was able to bring him into a bed and tell him he needs AB negative blood which is very rare to keep him alive. By coincidence, so does Murdoch have uh, AB negative blood, who is just a few states over. Dr. Sullivan secretly calls a local sheriff as she's suspicious why the A-team has a member with a 50 cal wound in his leg as they're not being very open about it. The sheriff busts through the door and arrests Face and Hannibal under suspicion of crimes. Not really sure what they were, but they eventually bring him to a jail cell. The word goes out that Face and Hannibal are out for the, by the military police and they've been looking for these guys since NAM. In the same jail cell, the boys are accompanied by a biker named Sonny, whose biker buddies are planning to break him out. They cut down a telephone line and assemble together to make their big bust. Back at the jailhouse, the guards are convinced Hannibal has escaped and open his cell to look for him. As they look under the sheets, and can only find pills, assuming he has run out the door. Hannibal then sneaks out from behind the bed with the gate open and breaks out face, grabs some weapons, and is nailed. Now both of those guys are out. Face and Hannibal returns to Dr. Sullivan's house awaiting Murdoch, and he arrives and they perform a direct <coughs> blood transfusion, which B.A. is very worried about, which will make him crazy too. They get B.A. out of Dr. Sullivan's house, and Hannibal gives her a big smooch to say goodbye. Camel over to you. But after the smooch goodbye, Hannibal locks the doctor into a closet so she doesn't call the cops, um, and we are off in the van. The van, my favorite member of the A-Team. Just then, the gang of bikers roll into a restaurant where the A-Team also roll past. Face and Hannibal are debating about, well, should we keep the sheriff locked in his jail cell since the bikers will probably kill them when they get there to break out Sunny. So they pull into the parking lot. Hannibal figures out a quick plan to slow down the bikers so they have some time to get the sheriff out even though the military police are on their way to catch the A-Team. They run a metal cable through the tires of all their bikes and Hannibal comes up to the bikers telling them they need to move their bikes 16 feet or else. They, uh, they choose the or else, and Murdoch starts to pull all the bikes into the air with a crane, um, leaving them 20, 30, 40, 75 feet in the air um, before breaking the circuits on the crane so it can't be used anymore. 
So we're going back to the police station with a plan of how to deal with the military police. They walk into the sheriff's office uh, to get the help to stop the bikers from tearing up the town. The police reluctantly agree to make a deal with the boys only to help save Red Rock. Over at the doctor's place, Amy's here to uh, let her out of the closet and warn her about the bikers' impending arrival. So the plan is to pull out a fake out to have a pretend police station across the street to catch the bikers while we are in the real police station on the other side. Uh, the police try to rally the town while Murdoch wheels BA around a warehouse looking for large speakers and electrical equipment. Now the bikers are on their way in and the crew is hard at work dressing their little Hollywood set. Um, they do a lot of work in the 15 minutes that they have. Murdoch eats paint. Hopefully he does that again later. Uh, meanwhile, the military police are still on their way and now it's game time. The bikers are coming into town and they get to the makeshift sheriff's office where Hannibal talks to them through the speaker on the other side of the street. Three of the bikers fly through the window of the police department, crashing through before a metal grate falls onto them, shocking them with all 5,000 volts. Probably enough to kill a fucking whale. It's actually only 110, don't worry. Next, other bikers fly into a makeshift toilet paper wall. BA blows something up. Murdoch plays chicken in the van with the gang leader, throwing him off of his bike. Looks like we won. We round up all the bikers at gunpoint while the military police are on their way. We all hop in the van, peel out before the cops catch us, and that's it. And we did it in time, with time to spare. A lot of time to spare. Yeah, well, I, I did forget to mention that they put the uh, officers in the jail cell, so I missed that little detail, but I'm glad uh, you followed up on that one. Yeah, I followed up on that one, Cam. Yeah. That was it. A lot of smooching. Face, or Hannibal loves smooching ladies. That was it. Yeah, these episodes are going by fat. They're really entertaining, but uh, they're not, they're uh, less less uh, time crunchy on um, on our side. I feel like MacGyver was the one where it was like, there was a lot of information to always get in They're there. Di very descriptive is like how they got out. For this one, it's like, I find that the plot's not very slow on it. Like it's a very fast paced plot. Like you, you can't watch it or you can't just like skip ahead and know what's going on. You kind of have to be somewhat present, but um, it's pretty easy to get through uh, description wise. Yeah. Anyway, camera. It's a lot of fun. Let's get into it's a great show. Second final, second final game of the evening here, camp. That's right. It's headline or asinine. Hey, 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 headline or asinine. More game, more games. Yeah, it's a it's a work day for me, so I do need to uh, I need to do need to get back to it soon. See, Cam, if you were a part of the grind set mindset, you could take four day weekends. No, I would take zero-day weekends. Good point. Or you would be you, so successful that you don't need to work What do you do for your five Fridays? to nine? What do you yeah. do for your five to nine? That's a good point. Mostly just, jer mostly just jerking. <laughs> yeah, El Sicario, or whatever that movie's called. El... Uh, <laughs> yeah, El Sicario, sorry. Sicario. Check it out, folks. Yeah. El that's that's going to be the title of the episode. It's going to yeah. come up. Um, it's Google only eight it. minutes. It's on Wikipedia for free to watch. Yeah. It's also on some other websites, which are sponsored the program. It's not. I looked. <laughs> That's where I looked yeah. for it. Uh, right. But I, I interrupted you there, Cam. We're playing headliner ass nine. Uh, yeah. Real headlines, fake headlines. We're gonna try to psych each other out with the information. Yes. Um. So I got the first one here, Cam. Um. Headliner astronaut cam man practiced as a dentist for 25 years with fake documents. Yeah, you hear about these things happening with doctors too. Somebody will fake being a doctor. Um, if you want to talk about grind set mindset, you know how much? What could you be doing in that time where you're instead faking it? Um, yeah, like the overhead on opening up like a dentist's practice. I wonder if they're like they opened up the practice themselves or if they just put a sign on a vacant building that says like I'm a dentist now or did they like apply for a job and then the the owner of the, the boss didn't do the proper due diligence to make sure all their things are correct. Now, dentist is so specific that I imagine after your first teeth cleaning your first something people would know you don't know what the fuck you're doing um you think 
you would think, right, that after, like, and I'm not saying, I'm not getting, I don't, you know, I don't know what the hell they're doing, but I could probably, if you gave me two teeth cleanings and didn't tell me who knew what they were doing, I could probably very quickly determine who knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if it's somewhere where people are desperate for medical attention or, um, something where, yeah, I mean, people don't, if you don't know any better, you wouldn't know necessarily. I'm going to say this one's a headline. This one is asinine. I think it'd be pretty difficult to get it off the ground when you have zero experience doing it. Because you hear about it with... I know there was a case about somebody here in Toronto. They were a doctor. But same thing. Like, they were 25, and they had been doing this for, like, three years, and they it was all fake. Yeah. All right, Camo, okay. hit me up. Okay, I'm headliner asinine. High school apologizes for final football score of 106 to nothing. They should never have apologized. I don't know why that's a headline. The headline should have been high school football team stomps on their necks and doesn't stop. Rise and grind. <laughs> Rise and grind, baby. Rise and grind. Rise and grind. Um, yeah, I mean, it's probably worth an apology when you run up the score past 100. You'd think at some point they're just having fun, right? They're, every play is a flea flicker, right? <laughs> they still can't get it. It's a triple flea flicker. It's just going back and forth. They're still throwing touchdowns at everyone. Um, this is a headline for sure. This definitely got out of hand in the States. <laughs> okay, this one is a headline here for you. A story out of Englewood High School in California, where Principal Debbie Tate issued an apology after her school beat Morningside High School 106 to nothing in a football game. Uh, the team scored 56 points in the first quarter and 83 points in the half. So they actually let up a little bit in the second half. Uh, she said um, in her statement that the, uh, the school and the players did not conduct themselves with sportsmanship and integrity. The coach also offered apologies to the to the larger school community um, for not acting with sportsmanship. Um, but, you know, that's true. You can't help it. Sometimes your team is just having a good guy game and you cannot help it. Uh, but it's called bullshit. By uh, Morningside coach Brian Collins, who slammed Englewood for going for a two-point conversion after they <laughs> <laughs> after they were already up 104 to zero, uh, claiming that it was just a pure classless move. Did they get it? <laughs> yeah, it was uh, 106 nothing. They got the two points. He is. He is uh, the coach. The coach is very proud of his team for finishing out the game, even though it wasn't theirs. Uh, they didn't have it in the bag. <laughs> and after that, they threw an onside kick. <laughs> yeah, it was a quick squib. God possession back. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> okay, um, headline or asinine? U.S. cancer patient developed uncontrollable Irish accent. I mean, I feel like we've had a headline about this before where people will, after a head injury of some kind, like they have accents. And it's the craziest thing because how do they know that they, like, they, like they'll, they'll suddenly have a Chinese accent, but as if they're speaking American English. So it's that, you know, dropping the R's and dropping those sorts of plosives. So I think, you know, if there is some kind of brain injury, that will happen. Um... I wonder how on the scale of a Scottish accent it is. So you said Scottish or Irish? This one's an Irish. Irish. I wonder how much on the scale it is. Like, is it like, oh, they're after me, Lucky Charms, oh, Blarney. Or is it just like, oh, now they have a speech impediment, which makes them sound like they're Irish. Uh, I really hope it's the uh, the former or the latter, I guess, not the former, because if so, we're just making fun of a cancer patient. Um, but it would really, you know, if you're looking to spice up that second half of your life, um, having an accent would be the a cool way to do it. It would be fun, you know. You're at work on a Friday, and you sound like this. You're like, "Bye, everyone. See you Monday." And you come in Monday. You're like, "Oh, look, oh, they're after me like a charms." Uh, that would be a lot of fun. A lot of explaining you'd probably have to do to people. Like, I'm not doing a bit. I have cancer. This one's a headline. This one is a headline, and it's a rare case, but has happened two or three times. Cases of foreign accent syndrome, uh, typically following head trauma or strokes. Uh, this one is from a cancer patient. Uh, the lady is within her 50s. The other two cases are recorded in their people in their 50s and 60s. Uh, other accents include Chinese accents. The rarest part about this, though, is she can't stop talking about the potato famine. 
Um, I made that part up, but <laughs> uh, it, it, it's yeah, it's a full-on accent. She's uh, doesn't have a speech impediment. It's called foreign accent syndrome. Real thing. Take a look. Give it a goog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually out there. Wild stuff. Okay, Cam, I got one here for you. Uh, headliner asks nine Taliban fighters complain about the price of rent and traffic as they adjust to city life. Give me that one more time. Taliban fighters complain about rent and traffic as they adjust to city life. Yeah, well, the Taliban took over Afghanistan. So are they Talibani or Afghanistani? I don't know. Um, either way, when, yeah, when you work typically in a terror organization and then you try and move to a society where you have to pay taxes and shit, it's going to be it, – it's going gonna, it's gonna to shock you. It's like when you get that first paycheck and they're like, why did you take all this money off like to build the roads? You're like, why don't we just force the slaves to do it? And they're like, because we're in a society. They're like, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. So I get it. I've been there. I've been there personally. That's a headline. Okay, this one is a headline here for you uh, where you're right. So less than 18 months after the Taliban recaptured Kabul, the capital of Afghanistan, after Joe Biden pulled out the remainder of the U.S. troops, uh, some Taliban members are starting to realize what it actually means to run a nation. Uh, After almost 20 years of fighting for their country, they have become accustomed to a life of uh, free of restrictions. Kind of do whatever they want, whenever the hell they want. Um, and this was a study that was made which pulled former members of the Taliban who traded in their AK-47s for a mouse pad and a water cooler. I made that part up. Nice. Uh, many of them are finding their new 9-to-5 life pointless after spending two decades, nearly two decades fighting for their country. Former soldier Ab- Abdul Nafi particularly doesn't like the traffic and the crowding of people in the city's capital. He also is sure to keep his pistol on him all time after fear of being pickpocketed like many of his friends have been. He said the Taliban used to be free of restrictions, but now we sit in one place at a desk and it all seems pointless. So, yeah, you are right. Um, So the Taliban runs Afghanistan now. There is no actual structured government. It is just the people who wanted to take over the take back the country this whole time. Um, and can you, can you imagine the conversation at the water cooler when he's like, this is bullshit. Like there's traffic everywhere. And someone goes like, gives him a little elbow and goes like <laughs> first day, first Monday. And then just gets his head blasted off. No, but see, they're not doing that anymore because you can't, I'm sure there's some of that. I'm no, sure it's not so a, a the, hard line. Yeah. The only people are people who are like flat out breaking the rules because now yeah. they don't want that. They, they never wanted to kill each other. Right. They wanted their own nation to be strong and rise. Like Nazis wait, wait. aren't Nazis weren't killing Nazis. Even right. if a Nazi but, was a dick, they would keep him alive because they're like, "Hey, you're on the team." All right. I'm just saying. Wait till Karen comes in and says, "Oh my God, I had the worst weekend in a serious case on Mondays." <laughs> she's getting her head blown off. Like yeah. you might be, she, she she's no longer looked at as a Taliban member. She's looked at as a fucking pain in the ass in the office. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, all right, Cam. Headliner last time. Armed robbers stayed at crime scene to eat victims' fried chicken. Um, yeah, when you're hungry, you're hungry. So one thing that always gets me with <laughs> TV shows and movies, for that matter, whether when it's like a police drama, things are happening, and you know there's a robbery, things are happening in tight time frames. We never see them eat, and we never see them poop, and presumably, they have to do both of those things. Um, and so, you know, yeah, you're robbing, you, you've staked out the, the facility, you, you, you know, you're, they finally left. Now you're robbing this house. You're robbing this location. Yeah. I'm fucking hungry. I wonder how much, uh, like how long they had, like, what was their time window? Was it a quick crunch? It was like, Oh, fried chicken on the counter. Don't mind if I do. Or are they sitting down with some of the utensils? Did they properly compost the bones? I'm not sure. Um, This does sound like the type of trash redneck crime that I'm expecting. So I am going to say this one's a headline. This one is a headline out of Chicago where an armed robber uh, is facing some felony charges after robbing a man at gunpoint and staying after the scene to eat the victim's fried chicken. Story goes that a man was walking with fried chicken and a man tapped him on the shoulder to say, 
hey, do you have a light? He says, I'm good. I don't have a light. And then he tapped him again, and then there's a magnum pointed in his face. The victim handed over his keys, $2 in cash, a debit card, and the fried chicken. Taylor, according to the prosecutors, climbed into the victim's car and went to work on the chicken while the victim dialed 911. The police arrested Taylor a few minutes later. So, not the smartest criminal, but... Well, yeah, he didn't take his cell phone. Yeah. (laughs) He took everything else. Yeah. Like I said, not the brightest guy. Yeah, they never are. Cam, I have one more headline here for you, Cam. Headliner S9, man seeking two million in damages after woman only saw him as a friend. <laughs> we all know this guy. Um, two million. <laughs> we though. all know this guy. Yeah, this guy is a piece of work. Too common. Too common. Um, so he's seeking damages for, I, I assuming... Yeah, I, I think he got a little bit of a honey dicked on this one, where it's like, you know, he's pulling out the, the card at all times. It's like, trust me, me buying this Gucci wallet, it's going to pay off. And after like six months of him, she just financially bleeding him, she's like, oh, I never had, I thought we were just friends. So I can see this being a little bit of a victim story, but also a, a sad sucker who doesn't know when to cut his losses. That's a headline. Your your ma- your misogynic gaze, Cam, always siding with the man. This one is a headline here. This is a story out of a man. Uh, sorry, a story out of Singapore, where a man named Kashigan, uh, he's a drone racing executive and is suing a woman who is went unnamed in this case because her rejection caused him sustained trauma and reductions in earning capacity, the sum of which is two point three million U.S. dollars. This comes after this comes a month after the court already struck down a previous motion on this woman where he was seeking 17,000 US dollars after alleging she breached him to offer quote meet up based on mutual availability beyond coffee settings. They first met socially uh, through friends in 2016 and became friends um, until September 2020 when they, quote, became misaligned about how they saw their relationship. The woman considered him to only be a friend, and after she heard that he wanted more, she began to distance himself from her, or sorry, herself from him. After he told her she he was going to sue her, she instead agreed to attend counseling sessions with him to keep the legal threats at bay. But after a year and a half, she had enough and said, bring on the fucking legal counsel. Uh, she also says that after all this time, he is just unable to accept her reason for not wanting any relationship or association with him. In both of these cases, both of these legal proceedings, Koshigan has represented himself. Well, I guess I was a little bit wrong on this one, Cam. I'll admit it. Yep. But um, still a sad sucker. Yeah, you know, yeah. Unfortunately, some guys can't get over when a girl doesn't want to see them anymore. That's that, you know, like they feel like they're obligated. Like, what do you mean? You everyone should be friends with everyone. (laughs) All right, let's move on to our last game of the evening, Cam, and that is plug it or shrug it. 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 Plug it. Shrug it. Um, Cam, I got a shrug this week, and it's a very specific shrug, but it's kind of gotten to me for a few people. Uh oh. It's when celebrities call themselves by just a letter for their first name. I'll give you two examples W. Kamal Bell and H. Foley. Get a real name. How am I supposed to address you when I see you? How do you, when you see W. Kamal Bell on the street, what do you say? Maybe that W? They'd probably call him Kamal. Kamal? Why do you have the W there then? I don't know. I'm sure it stands for some part of his name. Then use that. My guess. That's all I'm saying. My guess is um, the W name is a more traditionally white name. Um, let's say like William, and his middle name was something maybe more culturally relevant. And then uh, he chose the, the culturally relevant one in the future. What about H. G. Wells? How are you supposed to acknowledge H. G. Wells? My point exactly. Or J. R. Um, turf lady, J.K. Rowling. That's what I was thinking of. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I I don't like it. I don't like one bit. Yeah. What about uh, Jr. What about Jr. What about Jim Ross? Well, I guess you'd call him Jim. Uh, Cam, I have a plug here for you. Uh, just a little funny thing. Um, it is a YouTube. There's a YouTube channel called Screen Rant. 
where they talk about movies, shows, things like that. Within that channel are a series of videos called Pitch Meetings by a man named Ryan George. And in the videos, he plays two characters. One is uh, like a studio, a movie studio executive, and the other guy is the, the other person is the character pitching the movie, where he'll pitch and go through the entire plot of a movie as if he's pitching it to a studio, um, and you know, just kind of makes fun of the whole thing as he goes. The more complicated the plot is, the funnier it is. Um, so pretty much any Christopher Nolan movie that he puts on the chopping block, it's just kind of funny. He's trying to explain Tenet to somebody who he's trying to pitch a movie to. Uh, check it out. Pitch Meetings on Screen Rants YouTube. Okay. Good plug. Good plug. Yeah. All right, Cam, that's all the time we have for yeah. this week. Sorry we missed out on uh, the episode last week. I was too busy hauling in giant fish. So uh, apologies to me, but not really sorry. Uh, tune in next week to hear um, more about our favorite sponsors. Yeah, you'll hear more. Rate, feel, like, subscribe to seasonspot.gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Love to hear from you. And never forget, folks, while Rihanna was the Super Bowl halftime performer, the first ever one was Carol Channing. Never forget. I'm Cam McClare, signing off. Take care, folks. Continuing tonight on Two Season of Pop. 96.7 on your... Two season a pot, 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 two season a pot